What's up, Lashinistas? Welcome to the show. This is the Live Bay Podcast, where we talk about the ever-growing eyelash business. If this is your first time listening to the show, we have a whole library of these things. No, <laughs> this podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or lash business owner. So whether you work for yourself or someone else, this podcast is for you. Hey guys, this is Mike and Shauna Jones. We are the owners of Live Bay Lash. Our heart is to share with you guys our uphill battle in the slash industry and to show you what started out of a tiny bedroom in our house, extremely broke, has turned into an eight-figure company. We are here to encourage you during your lash journey and to give you guys a real raw version of what things really like. In today's episode, we're going to be, this is actually a throwback episode we did under the Sassy Lash umbrella. Uh, This is things we wish we would have known when starting a lash business. Yeah. And there's actually some really good pointers in there. It talks about non-competes and, and, and. Uh, before we cut to the video, though, we do have a couple announcements coming up. So we have some classes still going on right now on the road, for now, until you know the whole world <laughs> dies of COVID. Uh, for now, we have Scott, uh, Scottsdale going on uh, July 27th, South Lake Tahoe August 10th, and Milwaukee right now August 24th. We are also flipping to our online virtual reality classes. Sean will tell you a little more about them. Yeah, super exciting. Our virtual reality. Super excited. So exciting. You feel the energy radiating. <laughs> or that's the anger because she wants to choke me. Yeah. Either way. Either way. Um, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. So uh, amazing. We just had someone ask this, but they are like they're live classes. So with the virtual um, reality glasses, it's going to take you inside our headquarters. So you are going to be like literally sitting here with our trainers, Mike, myself, and you're going to be learning all these crazy techniques. It's going to be live and there's also going to be Zoom. Okay. So we're going to be able to interact with each other live. So if you have questions, we can look at your work. Um, We send you out this amazing kit with a mannequin head. If you do have a model that, you know, you've been quarantined with or comfortable with, you can have them at your house. We get to check your work. It takes you literally here with us. It's just so amazing. It's like this next level thing. You can take Um, each one. One at a time, or you could take the whole week. Yeah, or you can. We have, uh, you know, a bundled discount. You just have to reach out to Ashley and customer service. Um, if you already have the Oculus glasses, three hundred dollars is taken from that amount that you see online, um, because every single amount that you see includes the three hundred dollar Oculus glasses. We do have like a support, so when you do receive it and you don't know what to do, um, we can help you like set it up. But it's it's really easy, self explanatory. Um, each class is eight hours from 10 to four with an hour break. So you can charge your glasses and it's just, it's amazing. So we have our classic, our volume mega. We have a business course with Mike and I specifically at six hours, uh, bottom lashes, styling, mapping. It's just so amazing. We just wanted to take the extra step. And we know that right now with COVID going on, a lot of you guys are, you know, don't want to travel or, you know, don't want to do a live class, which is totally, this is just the next best, next, next best thing. And financing is available for it as well. Yeah. Yes, and if you for some reason missed anything in the class or need a refresher, if once you sign up, the video will be embedded, so you can go back through with your glass virtual reality headset on and rewatch the video all yeah. over again. So it's amazing. We're super excited, and you can sign up at livebaylashclass.com. There are limited spots though. The first two dates that we have, um, you know, we just wanted to do like a, a little bit of a smaller occupancy. So you're going to cap it at a thousand people. And keep it small. <laughs> Very intimate. No. no. I'm just kidding. I think we're keeping it like 30 or 40. Yeah. So um, It's going to go quick. Yeah. First come, first serve. We launched it yesterday. We already have a ton of sign up. So yeah, look for it there. All right. 
Let's cut to the episode. Thank yes, you. Thank you, guys. All right. So jumping into today's episode, things we wish we would have known when we first opened. Whew. This is kind of like a, a loaded uh, topic because everybody thinks in the beginning, I'm going to open a salon. I'm going to decorate it real cute. People are just going to show up. Yeah. And I'm not going to have any problems. I'm just going to print money, right? <laughs> giant, that giant ATM Make machine. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this, this is like, this couldn't be farther from the truth because there's so many things. And I don't, I know a large demographic of our audience is females. So I don't want to say you get kicked in the balls, but <laughs> there are so many things that you don't foresee coming that yeah. we went through that was just brutal. So I think the first one to lead off with is probably the most uh, gut-wrenching, worst one we had to endure in the very beginning. Yeah. So when we first opened at our uh, Eastern location a little over three years ago, mm-hmm. we had three lash artists and no receptionists. We were super broke. Any money we made, we invested back in the company. You guys know the story if you've been listening. So one of the things that happened was um, some, one of, someone said, hey, you need to get a non-compete for your girls. And I'm like, well, why do we need a non-compete for? Mm-hmm. And the non-compete, they said, well, just was to keep them, you know, because we hired them out of beauty school. They didn't have any clients. Yeah. It's to keep them from taking those clients that you're spending money marketing on and then taking and just running off and doing their own thing. Yeah. right? And I'm like, okay, well, that's not a big deal. I'm just going to go on legal Zoom or get some legal jargon and make my own non-compete. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So number one point I want to tell you guys today Make sure you get an attorney, yeah, a good one, mm-hmm. and have them do a non-compete for you. Okay, yeah. this is why this is important. Tell them what happened to us. Um, so you know, I was just so we had three lash artists, three, right? Yeah, yeah we had three when we first started, and um, we invested so much time into training them. They didn't know volume, they didn't know mega. They came straight out of beauty school. They came straight out of beauty school. They really didn't know anything, and you know, they really did stick with us for a while. So I think a lot of it was like just you know okay, on a handshake type thing, right? We didn't really have any legal documents saying like, you can't take clients if you leave. And then well, what happened was, you know, they ended up leaving, well, two of them. And no, I'm sorry, three of them. And then we lost clients. We lost almost all of our clients. Yeah, it was it was So imagine awful. being broke, starting to make a little money, investing in your company, and then mm-hmm. going back to being broke again. Yeah. Like every one of them left. And we were like, no big deal. We've got this uh, non-compete that lawyer Mike wrote up here. <laughs> And so, like, their attorneys answered and were like, this is a joke. Yeah. You want them to not work in the state of Nevada <laughs> whatever, whatever. In the state of Florida. In the state of Florida or Canada, <laughs> whatever whatever other bullshit you put in that contract. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a lawyer, okay? Yeah. I'm from, from Ohio. You know I mean, I barely graduated high school. <laughs> so, like, we, we put together this non-compete, and these girls just ate it alive. They, yeah. They not only uh, took our clients, but they literally, like, drew a middle finger on the front door as they left. Yeah, they bashed us. It was it was it was brutal. It was definitely a learning experience. So we're just telling you, um, definitely like save your money, get a good financial foundation going. We like maxed out credit cards. We were just like super broke still when we opened. We we didn't even get a paycheck for a few years. So definitely spend the money to get a great attorney, get a good non compete. That's fair. You don't want like a one or two year non compete. You just want to make sure that it's clear that they're not taking clients because realistically it's money out of your pocket that you've spent. Yeah. On marketing. And yeah, we, we obviously, you guys know our story. I told you we, we showed up to look at our first uh, salon. I was wearing a Bud Light t shirt and Air Jordan flip flops. The landlord yeah. looked me up and down like, this deadbeat's not going to pay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why we, you know, try to do things a little little better than we did. It's good to have a little money. There's, there's going to be some unforeseen things you're not going to know about in yeah. the beginning mm-hmm. that you're going to need to pay for, not just like the supplies and decor, but there's going to be stuff you're going to need for the legal kitty. Yeah. If you, Stab someone in the face with a tweezer. Great insurance. Great insurance, all that stuff. Uh, Next one is, this one's super important. So 
make sure you evaluate your lash artist and cut the dead weight. Yeah. And oh, this is hard. And this is something that I had a really hard time with. Why did um, you have a hard time with? Well, number one is... we had a hard time getting lash artists? We had such a hard time. We would advertise. We're like, hey, must know classic and volume. Yeah, must like, have a pulse. Must, like, <laughs> yeah, we're like, you're all going to fly in here. It was like, I'm not going to work there. No one's ever heard of you guys. Yeah, like, like, you're oh. nobody. So we invested so much time into these lash artists. And, um, you know, at first, everything was amazing. They were they were great. They were... And I'm not saying they're not great now, but... Yeah, we love you if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, it was a great relationship, uh, you know, at first. But... You know, things happen and vibes change. And um, I think I th- we just hung on to them for too long because I was so afraid of obviously losing money, but, you know, my business crippling and finding other lash artists to replace them when you're still building your brand is so hard. I, th- I think the thing is, and you'll see this, and I'm not saying this to knock lash artists, once you finally open your own salon and start paying for the marketing and, mm-hmm. and paying for everything yourself and doing, you know, going out and doing it, jumping into the deep end and swimming with the rest of us, you're going to find out that the lash artists are going to see when you finally do start to make money. Yeah. We talked about this before. In the beginning, you're not going to make money no. as a salon owner. The no. lash artists make money. You won't make money. But what's going to happen is you're going to see that these lash artists are going to start to think you're just making all this money because they're like, okay, well, they're paying me 50% of the profits. How much are they raking in? Yeah. Times three girls. They must be just killing it, right? Which is a big misconception. Huge. So I think a lot of times the lash artists will start to think that you're making all this money hand over fist. And then they're like, well, why am I giving half of it to them? I can yeah. be taking this money and, and going and doing my own thing. Yeah. So I would just say cut dead weight. If there's something that's not right or a bad vibe or you're just getting terrible feedback on the lash artist or you feel like they're plotting something, I would just let it go. Cut your losses before it gets too bad. Yeah. God gave everybody a gut instinct for a reason. Yeah. You, Trust yours that would, Yours would literally kick in. She'd yeah. wake up and be like, I had a dream that so-and-so stealing clients or... Yeah. Uh, starting, you know, starting issues at work. You yeah. know what I mean? And then literally it would like come to fruition. The, yeah. the same thoughts she were having would start coming out. Like that lash artist was always causing problems, starting yeah. drama. So just cut it quick. Cut it quick. Yeah. Uh, next thing I want to talk about too is getting an online booking mm, system. Yeah. Tell her about how you did it in the beginning. So in the beginning, I'm, I'm a control freak to this day, but in the beginning I was like just so obsessed with building up my brand that I would book all my appointments via text. So I would literally be on my phone like more than I am now personally texting all these different clients. And, and I would doing be, lashes? And doing lashes. So you hear clackety-clack on your phone, those little <laughs> like, nails going clackety-clackety-clack. Because clack. the thing is, is, is my mindset was like, this is so personal, like, you know what I mean? And also, like, if you go to an online booking site and something's not available, I was afraid that they would go to another company because we weren't available. Well, if they text me, I would move appointments around, get them in, and so I would be texting, like, hundreds of clients, like, trying to get them in. Um, I just didn't want to make the switch over, you know, to an online booking system when we you know obviously when we switched to booker it was like oh my gosh such a relief but i literally did that for probably like i don't even know a couple couple years years. yeah Yeah, it was it was crazy it drove her nuts because she always had the phone in her hand morning noon night yeah once we get an online booking system the clients just go on select their appointment select the time pick the set they want it even sends them out reminders so you don't have to text them the night before and be like, hey, don't forget to come tomorrow. You know? Yeah, so get just invest in it because it's going to it's gonna be mental sanity for you for sure. Yeah. Uh, next one is also knowing your worth yes. when it's time to cut clients. Yeah. So a lot of you are first starting out in your last journey right now mm-hmm. and 
you are doing a lot of friends and family members and you're doing like $10 lashes or $20 lashes. Yeah, and everybody always asks, like, when do you increase your prices? And some of you have gotten good. Like, we've seen some of your work on IG and mm-hmm. being only two, three months yeah, as a lash crazy. artist. And your work is super good. And I'm here to tell you, you're devaluing yourself. Yeah. Okay? And you're thinking, oh, no, I'm going to lose my mom, my sister, and my best friend. You know, <laughs> oh, no, there goes $30, right? Yeah. You could do one mega volume set for even, you know, 100 150 bucks, Yeah. And it doesn't matter the fact you just lost those three. Because if they're coming back for $10 fills, you know what I mean? Like, hmm, think about it. What, do I want to work smarter or work harder here, right? Yeah. So I think you guys need to start, you know realizing you you're better than you think you are uh-huh. and i think it's a confidence thing in the beginning mm-hmm. but a lot of you out there are really really just kind of dragging your feet on you know i don't want to raise prices i don't want my mom to be mad i don't want my friends to be yeah, mad. yeah or also like it's always a time thing like there's lash artists we have at sassy that have been lashing like a year and i would put them up to any master lash artist with all these other places in town they're amazing so people look at it like i've only been lashing for two months okay girl you've been lashing 14 hours out of the day, right? For for a month or two. So you're amazing. And with me, like I would bring when I would work from home, I would charge like nothing. And then when the clients followed mm. me to Eastern, I would still um, give them that price. And it took me forever to like gain up the confidence to be like, okay, we're increasing our prices. You know, yeah. afraid that we would lose them. But know your worth and just, you know, you should charge what you're worth for sure. Yeah. And I will I will add this one last note. We're going to actually do an episode on uh, growing your confidence, too, when you first start out. Mm -hmm. But I will add this. The people that you are hanging on to that are taking advantage, because that's essentially what they're doing. And I get it. They're friends. They're family. You want to hook them up. But at some point in time, you're going to start to get busy. And every one of those clients that you're hanging on to and doing a $10 or $20 set for just to hook up, it's literally like stepping over a $500 bill to pick up $100 bills. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense logically. It doesn't make sense financially. Yeah. So you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got for you guys today in this episode. As always, we thank you guys for tuning in and subscribing. And don't please, forget the contest. Don't forget the contest. Please make sure to subscribe and refer yeah. people. We'll grow this thing as a movement. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. you.